We'll do it live! Do it live! Holy smokes! That's shocking when you think about it. There's nothing you want to look at. What? Oh my God. This is where the fun begins. This is the Brian Suits Show. They love us, national media, paying attention to the Mariners. You know, that's a uh, that's a shiny of the whoopee right there for everyone in Seattle, where the summer Santa has passed us over and given us all a lump of coal. Um, that plus a late-night shooting in the Mount Vernon Walmart last night. Details are coming in. And a poll, Seattle Times and King TV doing a poll of Washingtonians, Washingtonians showing residents are backing an assault weapon ban without defining what an assault weapon is. But uh, all that, we'll get to it right after this. And uh, don't yell at Grandpa Potus as he gets off the helicopter. Uh, that and more right after we get to work with the right-way traffic. Oh, there we go. That's it. I have to turn your mic on for the show to start. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry that I'm not as entertaining as The Killers' first album, but which is actually like the third album. Uh, AM 770 KTTH, Brian Suits here. Well, uh, since things are awkward now, Greg, I guess I, I can bring up the elephant in the room. Things are awkward between us? Yeah, because you didn't turn my mic on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh, you brought in your Mega Millions ticket? Yep. Have they revealed the numbers for the latest? Doesn't matter. Drawing no one won. So now we're in a bit of a pickle, to use one of your favorite baseball terms. You know, next time you want to buy a Mega Millions ticket, just give, give me the $20. Right. I'll take you out back and kick you in the nuts. Uh, that's what, uh, it was funny, years ago they had to close down Green Lake because there was too much goose poop. And I said, why not, you know, so you can't swim in Green Lake? Why, why not stand in a cold shower and rub a goose's butt all over you? How about that, if you want that thrill? <laughs> You know, in, 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 um, or, or if you can't go yachting, stand in a cold shower and tear up $1,000 bills. Well, it's up to $530 million now. I was, I was set to win four ninety. I was fine with that. And let me guess, the first thing you would do if you <clears> won the jackpot is you'd come into the new studio, you'd point at everybody individually and go, screw you, screw you, you're screw a D, you, you're, you're a D, cool, you're, okay. you're cool. You're Ursula, <laughs> you, know, you know, you always have a guest room at my house. Ursula, love you. Great you're person. You're a D. You're a D. <laughs> That beard never came in. You're in D. Greg's no, but, okay. No, but really, though, what, you go out and buy a yacht on day one? No, you. No, give, I you, never. You give money to solve the homeless issue in Seattle I, I is what you do. rent one, let someone else skipper it, and go up to Tofino <laughs> in Vancouver Island. But, I mean, if you're driving by one of the billboards, you're seeing it right, $530 million. And this is the thing where I know it's a tax on people that are bad at math. I'm aware they they got my money on Thursday. You know, I I get that, <clears throat> and it and the numbers didn't come in. I haven't run them. I mean, I'll I'll be happy with that little mini, the the mini lottery, the mini that, jackpot. Sure. Yeah, my God. Um, but now now I'm in that thing where you know, and it's crazy that you know if you won a hundred million, obviously you're set for life. You take half that up front. You know the whole thing. And you'd spend the rest of your life managing investments and living out Yellowstone season two, uh, you know, and the whole thing. <clears throat> um, so it's it's a dumb arbitrary rule I have that if it gets north of four hundred million, that I would regret not winning that. Well, look, I regret not ever winning the lottery, <laughs> but that's why I don't spend money on it. Then I then I look up and it's four hundred ninety million, and then nobody wins. So. Just okay. you, you tell me that's that's not Odin telling me 
um, to uh, to uh, to play. What I mean, what's what say you, hockey? The Falcon, hockey's in. Let's take this lifetime topic. of salmon for let's hockey. Take, let's take this topic of gambling and relate it to our beloved Seattle Mariners, who are red hot right now. This has been my analogy with the team currently, and my eight-year-old son Rivers' love of this baseball team. When I was in college, about 21 years old, right on the dot, so I could go to my first casino, right? There's a place in Spokane called Lilac Lanes. Lilac Lanes had three blackjack tables. A bunch of friends and I got the dumb idea. Let's each take 100 bucks to the blackjack table and gamble. We're old enough to do it now. Let's go out there. The first night we're there, we all make 200 bucks or more at the blackjack tables. We're on cloud nine. Now, this is the classic story. The first time you hey, ever Hey, we're really gambled, good at this. We yes, have it figured. Right. We, we got a dial. Wow, this is the easiest money we've ever made in our life. It's it, not gambling. It's a game. Winning is this easy. Oh, my gosh. And then so you're hooked for life. I don't know what casinos put in the air, but if it's your first time on the casino floor, you end up winning, and then you're hooked for life. So with the Mariners and my son, he's enjoying this 14-game win streak, and he's hooked for life now. I can just see it in his eyes. I am a diehard M's fan. And I want to tell him, don't get too used to this, son. You are in for a world of heartbreak and loss They're after They're all this. future Yankees, son. But I don't want to crush all his dreams before his very eyes right now. It's too fun. What's they'll be, going they'll on be coming right back here in that, in that visitor's gray. <laughs> Julio Rodriguez for the Yankees. Now batting third for the Yankees. Julio Rodriguez. Stop it. Your gut reaction is to go immediately to pessimism with all the joy this area is feeling right now over its sports team. Well, you know what would turn this round upside down? Winning Tuesday night's Mega Millions. <laughs> yeah, of course. I'll, I'll even be. split it. You could buy the team. Um, and so I think they're worth way. I think yeah, they're uh, worth way there's more. less valued teams than the Mariners. Uh, I, I, I want to say like Tampa Bay. No, the Mariners are worth a lot. Well, and every sports franchise in this day and age is worth a billion dollars or more easily. Well, uh, of course, it it doesn't matter to us until national media notices the Seattle Mariners. And it's taken halfway through the 2022 season for, uh, in this case, Chris Mad Dog Russo on MSNBC this morning. Gushing, I say gushing about the Seattle Mariners' chances for the postseason tournament. For the season, you know, the Dodgers are good as always. We've also got the surging Baltimore Orioles. We're talking about the Seattle Mariners. Good point. The Seattle Mariners exactly. play. Seattle Mariners in the wild card race right now. The longest postseason drought in baseball. On track, maybe, to break that this year. Excellent job on your part. 100%. Seattle has done a tremendous performance. They won 14 in a row. I mean, Seattle, I, th- I think it's four, maybe 15. But four, think about Seattle. They were 9, 10 games under 500. Haven't made the playoffs in 20 years. I love that the bar is that they might break the longest postseason <laughs> drought. Hey, I'll take it. I'll t- at but, this point. But it gets better. For the season, oh, and, uh, you know, the dog gets better if I don't stop it there. All right, now it's going to get better. I mean, Seattle, I, th- I think it's for maybe 15, but for, think about Seattle. They were 9, 10 games under 500, haven't made the playoffs in 20 years, and now they don't lose. They're 9 over, they have good pitching, they have money, and they have an urgency that would t- to end this drought. Now, they're not going to win the division because Houston's ahead of them, so they're going to have to play hard to get into a wild card round, but that Seattle team, they got a big player in the Julio Rodriguez, who's a young player, who's fun to watch. That is, Future look at that. They're 51 and 42, and I believe they were 30 and 39. Extraordinary. I mean, they have done an incredible <laughs> job. Now, again, not catching Houston, but they have an excellent chance to make the plus. Remember, too, you know this better than anybody. Blue Jays. This, by the way, folks, 
Pay att- I know you're kind of zoning out on this guy. He's an XM radio host, but he's on MSNBC. Listen to this point because I'm stealing it. Orioles, Red Sox, and Tampa are going to beat each other up. Yeah. Seattle's going to play bad teams. So that's going to help their record at the end of the year. And I've got a feeling which team's going to end up on the outside. And uh, there you go. So great news, uh, folks. I a- love the superlatives from the national sucks. media. Yeah! Okay, there's another feel-good story with this team, and that is Ty France, our awesome first baseman. Baby Trout. Was named to the All-Star team. Someone bowed out, and so... Mike Trout. Mike Trout yeah, bowed out. Mike, Mike Trout, the quitter, is uh, <laughs> the hiding quitter. behind an injury like Russell Wilson. Our head yeah! coach, uh, Scott Service, was in the locker room with the Mariners team in Texas and was able to reveal the news to Ty France before a game, and video uh, went viral of what happened. Uh, here's the audio. But I do have one announcement. We got another All-Star. You're going All-Star. <laughs> Okay, but so I love that this video went viral because all the Mariners jump out of their seats and surround him and start cheering him and jumping up and down. Did they really not know? I don't know. I don't think they knew. I think they had just heard the news. And I actually used this viral video as an object lesson for my son. I love this team because I told my kid, be someone who celebrates the success of your friends. That is a great character trait in life, is if somebody else succeeds, can you celebrate with them? Or is your immediate default reaction, oh, why didn't I make the team? Or, oh, I wish I could have done better to make it. Or I'm jealous of that guy. I just love that the Mariners team spring up immediately and go over and congratulate Ty. I think that's wonderful. And it's, it's also muscle memory in baseball. Sure. You know, you don't not not everybody can, you know, is is a griffy and and, and is in it for themselves. Is is uh is that is that a phrase that doesn't exist in Seattle? Phrase that everywhere pays. else to to pull a griffy and not be not be happy with when someone else is, uh, succeeds. Um so uh there you go. Well, by the way, we've been playing this all morning. Uh the yelling at the president about the Saudi foreign minister saying he didn't hear Biden say, don't dismember people in general. Here you accuse the crown prince of Khashoggi's murder. Is he telling the truth? Is the Saudi foreign minister lying, President Biden? Is he lying? Uh, well, the Saudi foreign minister called Fox and said, can we have another sit down on this? I don't think he heard my question. I don't think he heard my, my comment uh, correctly. The Saudi foreign minister firing back at uh, fiery Graham Potus after Graham Potus finishes all the cough syrup on Air Force One on the way back, apparently. Very angry. Uh, back in a second, AM 770 KTTH. Let's get you to work with the right way traffic. So uh, a 10 p.m. throwdown at the Man- Mount Vernon Walmart uh, last night before they closed, I think. Um, well, it's uh, the kerfuffle that doesn't need to kerfuffle or, or something. The, the the question being yelled at the old man getting off the helicopter at like nine at night and he's in a fog. The, the question that's being yelled is, is the Saudi foreign minister says he didn't hear you admonish Khashoggi or what here here's a question on the on the curse no the Saudi foreign minister says he didn't hear you accuse the crown prince of Khashoggi's murder is he telling the truth no he was like the fist pump I mean the answer is I, I don't know what he heard mm-hmm. is he telling the truth then he, he must not have heard it um but he's in other words he's saying what what Biden infers out of this is the Saudi foreign minister saying you're lying 
And so in, in the question, is he telling the truth? Biden says no. So, I mean, it's an amazing insult to the Saudi foreign minister, uh, Adel Al-Jaber, who, who completely educated in the U.S. Uh, I, I want to say like Syracuse. I suppose I could Wikipedia it, but I'm not going to. Uh, anyway, went to, went to college here in the U.S., knows us up and down, you know, the, the whole thing. He calls back to Alex Hogan at Fox and says, can we do a second sit down on this one? And this is the soft-spoken foreign minister, Adel Al-Jaber. Biden on his trip spoke to the crown prince saying that he holds him directly responsible. How did he respond to those comments? I didn't hear that. Um, particular phrase. The president uh, mentioned that uh, the U.S. is committed to human rights uh, because uh, since the founding fathers wrote the Constitution. And you see, the guy's literally being diplomatic. You know, he didn't say, um, uh, listen, I'm not lying. Grandpa didn't hear the question. But what what he's doubling down here is saying without without adding the detail is <clears throat> every moment Biden was in a room with Mohammed bin dismemberment, so was he. And and this guy's command of English is better than ours. Um, and he didn't hear Biden say that. And so there so there's that. Here's ABC News is not so favorable review of Biden's trip to Saudi Arabia. After promising during the 2020 presidential campaign to make Saudi Arabia a pariah for the murder of Washington Post journalist Jamal Khashoggi, the president traded tough talk for fist bumps, urging the oil rich nation to boost production amid rising pressure to combat sky high inflation and soaring gas prices. The Saudis made no such guarantee during the trip. Whoops. Hmm. That's weird. That's weird out of this White House that the uh, the communication might might not be uh, completely coordinated uh, here. Here's MBS through a translator on the notion of no additional capacity beyond 13 million. Is it barrels per day? I will dismember you. To roll in this era as it announced to increase the level of maximum sustainable production capacity to more than 13 million barrels beyond that the kingdom will not have any further production capacity couldn't he have said that in a phone call <laughs> it all could have been done by email except that it been a text message behind closed doors the real point of the weekend was to talk about iran and the looming israeli slash saudi strike on iran that's going to absolutely tank uh, the economy. More more questions were yelled at the president, and this he he completely evaded. Uh, president Biden, the Saudi foreign minister, says he didn't hear you accuse the crown prince of Khashoggi's murder. Is he telling the truth? Is the Saudi foreign minister lying, President Biden? The Saudi foreign minister says he- the weirdest thing. I don't know how that. Goes. I, when is that become? I think that's become a meme. It's become sort of a troll thing. Uh, it is to yell that at the at the president. So and because or or anyone at a press conference, someone yelling. Does anybody have an Narcan? How did that guy from the streets of Pioneer Square <clears throat> make it all the way to the White House? I don't know. How did Joe Moreno get there? I I, I don't know if if uh, if if he's handy. Here's the president deplaning again. President Biden, the Saudi foreign minister, says he didn't hear you accuse the crown Everybody prince of Khashoggi's murder. 
Is he telling the truth? Is the song? So there, there you go. There, there's that guy. He just he's everywhere. Is, is what it is. Um. Uh, so and, and by the way, I know I'm I'm leaving kind of something hanging here. Uh, it's that the Israelis have been practicing for more than a decade to strike in a 72 hour period um, all the Iranian nuclear facilities, not just the ones that John Kerry said that uh, we're going to have live cameras there to inspect it. But the Iranians came back and said, okay, but no military sites. And John Kerry said, okay. And so the Israelis know, <laughs> they know where this stuff is being enriched. Um, and so when the Iranians last night go, oh, we're at 60%, we could have a bomb in a month. I mean, literally. And, and, and if we're saying this, we probably already do. So if that happened, the nightmare scenario, if, if the Israelis it's, it, using Saudi airspace if, if they carry through with, quote, Operation Sticks, close quote, if they cross that river, um, <clears throat> you'd be looking, we'd be back at $150 or $200 a barrel gas by October. And, and, and so, so obviously, if, you're, if your party is running for re-election, you have to at least get them to promise to do it on November 8th of this year. I think that's, that's the bar at this point for for uh, president biden is is uh, listen i'll take the hit on this i won't run for re-election just don't tank the world economy uh before uh, november 6th because they're finally get some getting some uh uh headwind uh on that and uh, speaking of that uh five injured in the shooting in mount, mount vernon walmart late last night and it's uh, those darn teenagers again let me get to the mount vernon uh, police facebook weapon offense press release this is from the seattle times a customer and an employee of the walmart in mount vernon uh you know they're the 2300 block of freeway drive down there by the the tollison's goat uh, along with three 19 year old men were injured in a shooting inside the store sunday night um now this this is greg this is your nightmare scenario this is teenagers with ghost guns uh-huh. Uh, officers were called uh, to the store for reports of shots being fired inside the Walmart right before 10 p.m., according to Mount Vernon PD. Police investigators believe the shooting occurred after a group of men entered the store and got into an altercation with another group of men already in the store. Um, <clears throat> sounds like there's an ongoing problem to the north of us in, in both Snohomish and Whatcom counties. This is uh, the early this morning, July 18, 2022. A Mount Vernon police said, uh, 9.50 p.m., Mount Vernon PD was dispatched to a weapons offense at Walmart. The initial investigation has learned that a group of males arrived at Walmart together and entered the store. These males had an altercation with a separate group of males who had already been at the location. During the altercation, shots were fired. Uh, through investigation by first responders and detectives, it was determined that five individuals are being treated at the Skagit Valley Hospital, uh, three transported uh, by med units, two arrived via private vehicles. Uh, those injured include a 72-year-old male customer, one male employee, 24, and uh, the three others involved uh, wounded, all 19-year-old males. Current condition of those injured is yet to be determined. So uh, information available now. We believe the events that led up to the crime were between two groups involved. Two groups? What's another word that starts with G that means group? Uh, uh, and rhymes gaggle? with rings. Oh, yeah, gangs. Uh, no indication that this is a situation where individuals entered the store intending 
uh, an active threat event. But anyway, Wait, were you being serious? Guns. Were there really privately made mm-hmm. firearms used here? Or... I, wild stab! If nineteen-year-olds are are throwing down with with each other, um, they they can't buy handguns in Washington. Well, but I'm sure they get them through other nefarious means, and they probably scrub the serial numbers. Or, um, you know, I, I got to say, I, I'm while while I am an aficionado of uh, the the firearm, um. Homemade firearms were all fun and games for those of us who had access to a five-axis CNC machine and all that. When criminals discovered that you can order a bunch, not be on the ATF's radar, have one guy make them, assembly line fashion, but he has to be willing to break the law and sell it. And when they discovered that, it flooded Western Washington, west uh, the West Coast, uh, with with guns in the uh, possession. Uh, of, of people who normally would not ever be able to buy it like that. And so um, it is it is a bummer. There's always uh, one that ruins a good time for everybody, uh, or in this case, a uh, group. Um, but we'll, we'll learn more about this later on today. Um, and also, the Capitol Hill, uh, that someone left a ghost gun behind, um, and Wild Stab, they, again, if they had no legal right to possess it. If, if, if you're a felon, this is the only way you can get a gun. Not in Washington State anymore, but you can go to a gun show in Oregon uh, or Idaho or, or whatever. So they've they've now become officially uh, a kerfuffle. Um, back in a second, uh, AM 770 KTTH. We're going to check the text. We'll check your text. Also, we'll break to you this poll from the Seattle Times and King TV uh, claiming that even in rural eastern Washington, people are favoring an assault weapon ban. Know, and what's the methodology on this? Back in a second, let's get you to work with our right-way traffic. KTTH, Brian Suits here with Thursday Greg. Uh, before the story disappears, a, a FBI definition of a mass shooting is three victims, not including the shooter. The reason there's not uh, more victims is because a armed citizen in Indiana was shot and killed the the person evidently intent on a mass shooting with all they're saying is a long gun, but multiple magazines, so a a legally owned firearm uh, saved lives with, without a doubt yesterday. And so I'll play you a, uh, a couple stories. Shockingly, ABC Good Morning America with the, uh, the story uh, this morning. Well, it's uh, 8.30. Where's your text at? Because we're going to check your text. 800-465-8770. 800-465-8770. Let me start with this one. The 714 area code, you know, down there by Chehalis. Uh, so, Brian, when they found that ghost gun in Washington, D.C., did they treat it like that giant black monolith in 2001 Space Odyssey? I don't know. I'm afraid I can't do that. You know why it's HAL 9000? Educate me. Because when our, oh, what was his name? The guy who wrote the novel, that Arthur C. Clarke. Uh-huh. When he wrote 2001 Space Odyssey, he... Couldn't use the name, you know. Of course, I, IBM was a great monolith of, of, of you know, computers that were going to take over and, and all that. So he moved it, moved each letter to the left one letter. That's how we got HAL. I'm open, glad I know that. Open the pod bay, pod bay doors, <laughs> Hal. 
Uh, we've got a text here from the 360. The Saudi dismemberment 9-11 welfare golf league <laughs> will never be able to produce the spectacular drama and theater the British Open did yesterday, and therefore it is destined to fail. That from Adam. It was a great Open championship, and I was kind of rooting for Rory to win. I know. But uh, he played great golf, but not good enough to best Cameron Smith, uh, your I was dipping in and out of it. Winner. I just, I, I'm not, you know, I was more interested and whether the Giants were going to win three out of four against the Brewers, and they did. Um, but, but I apparently what the British Open was a big deal. It was, it was a big deal, and I'm I'm glad to see uh, golfers nobody who, was dismembered sell their souls to the Live Golf League do well in the tournament. Uh, from the 909, I believe this text is a reference to the new Top Gun Maverick movie. Uh, does Iran actually have a quote fifth generation fighter jet? And if so, what is it? No, they they do not. Um, <laughs> in in the movie, by the way, they were fighting against the Sukhoi Su fifty seven, which is a the Russian fifth generation fighter jet, and they're trying as hard as they can to mass produce them. So that's why it was sort of a mashup of well, yes. there's snow and there's mountains. It could be north of Tehran, but they have they're flying Su. 57s and in but it was supposed to be Iran. I talked to a former military personnel who did confirm though that Iran may or may not have some old F14s. Oh yeah. So that part of the movie was actually in its own that, way believable. That, that more than anything else in the movie that's so you know it's Iran because the only place that bought F14s that was even offered to buy uh, to, to buy F14s was of course the Shah who never saw a weapon system that wasn't too expensive. So that's why Iran, to this day, has F-14s, and they are able to black market the parts. We were talking about uh, that shooting at the mall and the Good Samaritan who prevented it from becoming much worse. Dylan writes in, uh, Greg, you're using the ostrich effect of just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not happening. Truth is, there are an unknown number of concealed carry people at any time. So that being said, people who use your line of thought or belief that if open carry increases, then it'll become the Wild West simply because you can see the guns being carried instead of concealed. Also, you seem to have adopted the leftist belief that anybody who would want to carry a gun is just itching to use it, which is completely wrong. I did go out on a limb on conservative radio to say that I don't think it's a great idea to have more citizens carrying pistols on them at all times. But I Plus did your also wacky admit, scenario. You have to own that. <laughs> it's own, not a own wacky, your wacky scenario. scenario. If everybody's carrying a piece in a mall and someone is is set off and does something stupid and everybody pulls out their piece you don't know where the first shots emanated from and it's just everybody's shooting up the place and then the cops get there and everybody's got a gun they don't know what to make of the situation that is a real life potential scenario when does that ever happen well if if many people get their way which is we just need more guns on the streets i could potentially see that happening well and it hasn't happened yet and that, that that's what's funny whenever someone says wild west um, you know, I, I, I always have to point out that the fact of the matter is the Wild West wasn't that wild because everyone had guns. They were openly, and there was a saying, fear the man that hides his gun. Everyone was openly carrying guns, and the most famous shootout in American Western history was the gunfight at the OK Corral. Three guys died. Well, and I'm glad this uh, listener, Dylan, wrote us in to disagree with me because I'm a big believer in stimulating conversation and robust debate far more than shouting matches. Whatever. And so thank you for your disagreement. Shut up. That was articulated very eloquently. That's from him to you, by the way. I'm reading another text. (laughs) He wanted me to tell you shut up. 
Uh, if you're going to donate to an organization because of the story, it should be, oh, this is not loading, Ray. Ray, Ray, it's not loading. It, did you delete the text? Uh, anyway, don't know. Um, I, I was just saying, wait, what was my $100? Oh, that if the Indiana story, um, and I'll, I'll play it for you. If, if the story about a legally armed citizen intervening and stopping a uh, mass shooter, if that's on any of the three big networks tonight, or their evening newscast, I'll donate $100 of my $530 million winnings on Tuesday uh, to a, an animal shelter near me. That's what I'm saying. Do we? Uh, what are the rules exactly for that? So in other words, I get to watch all three. I can, I can YouTube TV it. I can fast forward them. Uh, all right, when we come back, uh, a Washington poll ro- shows uh, residents back assault weapon uh, ban. But we'll look into what this poll is. Uh, then also, yeah, ABC Good Morning America did say that a citizen, and then they played the police chief saying that the, a citizen is a hero today because he, you know, shot a shooter. Uh, back in a second, AM 770 KTTH. Let's get you to work with the right-way traffic. Somebody KTTH, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get the tote board out from uh, from Farnborough Air Show. Boeing with an announcement, the first uh, first orders. Delta. Uh, well, so it's Delta Airlines is the first announcement today at the Farnborough Air Show. Uh, as the top Delta executive confirmed, expected order of the Farnborough Air Show for 100, 100 Boeing 737 MAX 10s, the non-unfashioned model. The, I guess this is the lifetime employment for the, uh, for the Tomlin kids. Uh, potentially, yeah, right in our backyard there. Somebody cover that as everything's coming up renting. Yeah. It is, it's two syllables. That's it always works. the case, Brian. Yeah, everything's coming up renting. So that's, there you go. That's your that's the city lady theme. you keep playing? What's that? Who is that? It's Ethel Merman. Oh, obviously. Who else? Ethel, oh, we love Ethel in our household. Um, she belts that tune out, I can tell you. Clearly. From, uh, from, uh, <laughs> Dolly, what's it from? I forgot. Uh, anyway, so, uh, 100. One, and they crank out, isn't it like two a month? Two uh, or three I, a month? I have no idea. And they're backed up? I, I do see them building the occasional plane down there when I frequent, uh, the area near the landing. I have no intention of flying Delta, but, um, I certainly, I, I salute them and their money. Uh, coming, coming oh, to I the think, shareholders of Boeing. Yeah, I'm having an epiphany on the air here. I th- just realized why they call it the landing in downtown Renton there. Because because it's right next to the runway? big airplanes. That's how slow I am with the upshot. Well, it, it might be because it was one of the stops of the old like Washington ferries that used to go from like Leshy to Mercer Island. All that it could be. That's what's wondering. Yeah. I don't know, history confuses me. Um, uh, we'll, we'll get to that. The uh, Seattle Times and uh, King 5, as well as the University, University of Washington Center for the Informed, blah, 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 and the Wazoo Murrow College of Communication, because Edward R. Murrow, of course, was a Sigma Kappa. Pardon me, Sigma 
Kapisik at uh, Wazoo, right next door to us. Um, and anyway, bottom line of the poll, Washington poll shows residents back assault weapon men. And I'm going to have to, uh, I'm trying to drill down. What was the question that was actually asked? Because you're right. That is the most important part of a poll is how is it yeah. phrased? 596 likely voters. And then they divvied up. Guess what? Uh, urban Democrats, 91% want an assault weapon ban. Um, 596 doesn't seem like a lot to me, but I want to know, you know, is the question, since they are 15s grow legs and are really evil and they're using all the mass shootings, shouldn't they be banned? Uh, and I don't know that the, the, the poll defined what an assault weapon was, but anyway, what, what they, so in other words, it's what you call a bit of a push poll. Um, but, uh, anyway, they're, they're crowing, Seattle Times is crowing about uh, a ban on assault-style weapons is overwhelming support in Washington, according to a new poll, with proponents outnumbering opponents by nearly two to one, depending on how you blah, blah, blah. But you, you recall uh, Initiative 1639 back in November of 2018. Uh, here in Washington, we raised the age to purchase any semi-automatic rifle to 21. So that means, because I know people in the know are like, okay, whatever, if you ban AR-15s, what about mini-14s? Because there's... Cause there's Many, many, many semi-automatic rifles that fire the same. Round. Nothing magic about that round. It's not. It's not more, quote more powerful than the, the guns that we issued in Vietnam. I think you'll find it's virtually the same gun. Um, a lot of audio. I, I've been pimping the Good Morning America thing. Let me let me get to this first because we do have a lot of. Uh, we do have a lot of audio that uh, is going to slip through my crack, and we can't have that. But let's start with. Good, Let's go, start go with ahead. Good Morning America. Oh, you think I'm being childish for reacting to it <laughs> with your pause? Uh, ABC Good Morning America with uh, this story. Not my crack, but the uh, the mall story. Oh, okay. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, Brian has a volume. Wait a minute. Down. How do computers work? Um, now that they have the internet for computers. Weeks talking about deadly shootings in this yeah. country, and here we go again. This time it's happened at a mall food court in Indiana. This was last night. Three and? people were killed before an armed bystander stopped the gunman. Alex Press is on the scene in Greenwood, Indiana with the latest. Good morning, Alex. Hey, good morning, George. A typical weekend here at the mall turned to chaos and panic. Authorities say the gunman had several magazines of ammunition. Victims were possibly in the food court. Overnight, a deadly mass shooting just outside Indianapolis, leaving three people dead and injuring two others, including a 12-year-old girl. Let's go ahead and declare this a mass casualty. And this morning, a good Samaritan being hailed a hero after he shot and killed the shooter with his own gun. I heard the gun start pop, 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 pop. I don't know, a good 25, 30 shots. And, uh, all my, you know, my couple guys I had up front hit the deck. Police say the heroic 22-year-old man who stopped the shooting was legally carrying a firearm. The real This is the chief of police. Hero of the day is the the citizen that was lawfully carrying a firearm in that food court and was able to stop the shooter uh almost as soon as he began cell phone so there you go the newsrooms all around the country especially on the east coast with uh, major networks are going apoplectic about this they don't know how to cover this whether to crow look the guy's a hero you know it's three three dead the shooter planned on 30 dead Okay, so if you're the other 27 people, you're like, yeah, suddenly open carry, uh, pull me. Here, uh, ask me about that. So uh, that that's happening. Like I say, if this is on the evening news, they're going to justify not putting it there by saying, oh, well, all those things happened. It's a Monday. It's a big news day. But I, I have a feeling it's going to be suppressed that a mass shooting was not made worse by a, a someone uh, who 
who wielded a legally owned firearm. Not that I would care. Um, I don't care if you if you're a, a felon with a ghost gun. Shoot the shooter, please, and then run away. But uh, uh, this guy Ashish Jaw came from Johns Hopkins, um, and the White House saw him on ABC News. He was a the, uh, the head of the infectious disease. Uh, department of one of the premier medical schools on earth, uh, Johns Hopkins. And then he decided to go ahead and take the white house money. I don't, I don't get this because I, I, I don't pay attention anymore, but apparently in LA County, there's a surge of the less lethal, the Rona, the, the, the Delta Rona, uh, or, or whatever. Anyway, he's, he's saying that if America's largest county uh, gives into a mask mandate, well... CDC has very clear guidance on this as well through their, through their COVID community levels. And, and the CDC recommendation is that when you're in a high zone, that sort of orange zone, as L.A. County is, uh, you know, people wearing masks indoors is really important and it really will make a difference. Yeah, okay. My wife and I were talking about this over the weekend because um, we saw some people out and about with masks and now with L.A. County flirting with the notion of instituting another mask mandate. We asked ourselves what would happen around these parts if our governor said, ah, put the mask back on. I, I'm actually not sure what the collective reaction would be. I, I think some people would play ball, the most diehards. But a lot of us, I think, would just go, unless we see a clear uptick in deaths amongst the young, healthy population, we're not going to play ball anymore. Well, my daughter and I were up on Mount Rainier last week at Paradise. It's beautiful, sunny day. Wind blowing. There's people wearing masks. You know, some, some people are just going to do it. The, the least healthy-looking human being on the West Coast is the director of uh, the Department of Health in L.A. County. Um she wears a mask on Zoom meetings. I'm not making this. I mean, last week she wore a mask on a Zoom meeting. And it's like some people are just, they miss the power. And, you know, there there were there were cameras in front of them every day and uh, the whole thing. It's really weird. Don't even start me on the monkey box. <laughs> so... Um, we'll uh, be back uh, tomorrow, and we'll see. We'll see if uh, if I win the lottery on Tuesday, which, uh, which I'm gonna. Uh, but we'll see if Evening News covers that a armed citizen <clears throat> uh, used a firearm to save lives. All right, thanks to producer Greg. We'll see you back here tomorrow at six a.m. Uh, on the Brian Suit Show here on AM seven seventy KTTH. Let's get you to work with the right way traffic.